This is the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Podcast series. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital. International Airport 30 at Crown Point in Tobago. Thank you so much, Gregory. For our news brief, all courtesy, Champlain Auto Services. Good morning to all the folks out at Champlain Auto. To have a great day. Of course, you can check them out there on the Eastern Main Road, opposite Carrie Brewery. Cannot miss them whatsoever. Anything to do with your vehicle? You got a company with a, a few? Well, they do fleet management as well. Right? Repair any problems, servicing, they clean the injectors. They got nitrogen for your tires. They got tires. When I say align your vehicle, well, there you go. If you are like Richard and need to put an air freshener in your car all the time, they've got tons of that as well. Yeah. Jumper packs when Wendell car does not start alright so check out Champlain Auto got a telephone number for you 662-6545 like them on Facebook or follow them on social alright 662-6545 they got the Power Breakfast Show stamp of approval and you know we don't give those out at all just like that alright so thank you so much Champlain Auto I uh, take a quick look at traffic this morning. I'm heading on Southland. Let's see what's, what's happening there. Uh, Golaconda Connector Road, you got some traffic there this morning. And so the creek, um, no problems there going through um, South Oropus, a little volume. Uh, Solo Claire, as you head northbound, Riverland Road is east up a bit, but it is still sticky, quite sticky. And leaving Roystonia, taking a Coover to McVean, the Calcutta, onto the highway. Um, yeah, you're going to get some traffic there this morning from Freeport towards Sugar Gornis. Kelly Village, you've got some traffic. Uh, Santa Rosa to Omera. Trin City towards Yui is still heavy. The Eastern Main Road through Makoya, Tunapuna, Mount Hope, heading towards Baratari Roundabout. Not too bad, actually. Arangwes Road is pretty sticky. And you're going to get traffic again. A little sticky from Barataria heading into the, the capital. And of course, Automaraval, you've got from there. All right. So that's a quick traffic update for you. Big guy. Good morning. More games. Good morning, Darren. Good morning to you as well. Some of the hits coming on our message board. Okay. Uh, so I'll take a quick break. Be right back. I really try hard to make mommy smile. She looked after all of us and was alone all the time. But I felt so scared whenever she yelled. 
I hurt myself and wept my bed. I told my diary. Mommy called me stupid and bad. One day, she saw what I wrote, how she made me so sad. I'm sorry I hurt you. I didn't mean to, but I'll listen and talk and always say I love you. Protect children from emotional abuse. A message from the Children's Authority of Trinidad and Tobago and the European Union United Nations Spotlight Initiative. Boy, I got in an accident a while ago. I was in traffic and my car got bonks from behind. Well, then they're wrong. Yeah. Well, the insurance company go fix it up. Fix up? Huh. I make my claim the next day. And up to now, I can't hear from the insurance company. I need my car fixed. Look, you better go to the financial services ombudsman. I'm sure they can help. Yeah, I'm going to check them now. To resolve a complaint with your insurance company, bank or non-bank financial institution, contact the Office of the Financial Services Ombudsman at 800-4-FSO or visit www.ofso.org.tt. We can help and our services are free. Do you need to get work done on your vehicle? Look no further than the Auto Champions. Champlay Auto Services, from vehicle inspection to shutdown service, they do it all. Champlay Auto Services, great mechanics and technicians, exceptional customer service with accessories galore. Champlay Auto Services is your one-stop shop. They are your auto champions. You name it, they can fix it. Champlay Auto Services, Eastern Main Road, opposite Carib. Call 662-6545 and like us on Facebook. Champlay Auto Services, we do it all. Yeah, you know, you know, it's been a while. Yeah. Fun times ahead, though. It's been a long, 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 long time. A long time coming, long, 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 long time. All right, sit. I love to party bad. Bad, bad. Hey, give it all. Bad vibes can't step on the base. Can't put a foot in the place.
Marshall Montana for you. And a track called A Long Time. Take it from the year 2020. That was so way back. 2020. Mm-hmm. All right. Stand up with Tommy. That's what they're saying. For decades, Tommy Joseph has made us laugh. The time has come for us to make him laugh. Tommy Joseph needs us. After suffering a blood clot related stroke and undergoing an emergency surgery, Tommy's fight is not over. Stand up with Tommy, a laugh and lying event. It's happening this Saturday, that's right, this Saturday, 20th August, at Sensational Sammy Seafood Plus. And of course, it's at the Eastern Main Road in Arima, opposite Angel Hops and Yard. 6 p.m. to midnight. You can pay $200 or make a love offering via GoFundMe TT. Stand up with Tommy this Saturday, 20th. Sensational Sammy Seafood Plus in Arima. And for further information, you can call 746-6577 or 342-4980. Or you could log on to Facebook for further details. All right. It is 15 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock. A little bit of quick uh, weather update for you. Very hot and sunny. With the likelihood of a brief shower over a few areas, there is also a low 30% chance of the odd isolated thunderstorm over western areas of Trinidad. Tonight will be generally fair apart from odd isolated showers. Max temperature for today should be 33 degrees at Piaco and 32 at Crown Point. All right, gentlemen. wife apparently passed this morning to the yeah. public official wants to give out you know sydney um say our condolences to mr porter spain who's a stalwart of the power breakfast show and condolences mm-hmm, to you mm-hmm. mr porter spain and to your family and friends and sydney from all of us here at power 102 oh, on the sydney. passing of your wife it's always a difficult difficult time emotionally when somebody in your family passes and sydney I mean, your life partner, I can't imagine the kind of, um, you know, emotional sorrow you're going through. So, condolences from the Power Breakfast Show. Yeah. And condolences to you, Mr. Porter Spain. Hmm. All right. Uh, 17 after 8. I just want to also say that, of course, Greedy People is on this weekend at Cipriani College. And, of course, the box office at Cipriani College um, opens from 12 noon to 6 p.m. daily. And tickets are available at all our usual outlets. Electronics in Arima, Jabili Rawi in Tunapuna, Fens of Marabella in Piaco Plaza, for those of you in the Trinity area, and Tony's Florals in Val Park Shopping Plaza, the Pet Butler in Curep mm-hmm. and K-Squared mm-hmm. Fashions in the Falls at West Mall. And, of course, at Cipriani College box office from 12 noon to 6 p.m. Uh, of course, tickets are $200, general, $250 reserved. And you can get your tickets at any of these outlets or at the box office from 12 noon as we head towards the weekend and looking forward. Um, Cipriani College is, is, I know it's a favorite theater for a lot of people because they like the coziness of it. 
Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, um, if you've never been to Cipriani College, um, you know, it is a proscenium like theater and it's a wonderful experience. And of course, you have parking on the compound and security, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so we always look forward to Cipriani College. It's always something relaxing about being at Cipriani, you know, watching out at the field and, you know, just relaxing backstage. So we always look forward to it. So greedy people at Cipriani College this weekend, of course, you can check the information on my Facebook page or RSRR Productions on Facebook and Instagram. Yep, greedy people. Two 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 eight two five five six one two eight two five five. Tool free North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. Give us a call. Our lines are open. All right, um, let's hear from some of our international callers as well with that toll-free number. And our message board is back up. All right, and um, yeah, send us a message via our mobile app or our website at power102fm.com. Okay. Yep. So we can start taking your calls. You would have listened to the conversation we had with Robert Lahunt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, 60 years uh, that we are uh, due to celebrate in a couple of weeks. Um, 60 years as a country. So you can tell us what you thought of the, the conversation, what you think, what's your opinion. And of course, our poll this morning, just to remind you, you're now joining us. And if you are, why? <laughs> why are you now joining us? Um, should children of documented migrants be allowed in public schools, in the public school system? We had that poll this morning, and, uh, and at the time that we voted, uh, 22 people said yes, one person said no, and of course that vote continues online, and you can continue to vote throughout the day through all programming on our um, online voting system, and we'll give you the final results tomorrow morning, which will be Friday. Good morning, caller. Morning, morning, gentlemen. Morning. Um, I enjoyed the, the interview this morning with uh, Mr. Lee Hunt. And what is instructive will come out from that conversation. There are certain things that um, that reach out to me. All right, um, one of them um, of the opinion that the persons, when they're communicating to you all, of the impression that persons uh, tend to take it personally when they express their views, either on either side of the political sphere. All right, now. I would expect that is something that is expected and shouldn't be taken as personal, right? Because we are in a multi-plural society and persons obviously will have their particular views or, or biases for whatever reason. But I have a problem, and this, this stems from the interview with Dr. Lee Hunt, right? And he rightfully expressed that. Now, we tend to don't admonish persons when they do wrong on the political platforms. And we tend to um, broad brush the issue by saying that it happens on both sides. Right? And we do not criticize the individual when it occurs at that point of time. So we lost the opportunity in terms of maturing as a society when it is that we are to admonish persons. And I use a prime example. There was something that occurred in the past few weeks, right? 
in which that uh, individual from a political party seemed to be spreading false accusations against someone of a prominent stature in this society, and that person being a woman. I have not heard any of the NGOs in terms of the women associations or women groups come out and admonish that individual. That individual has been encouraged to even um, spread additional information or, or false rumor, even though that it has been proven wrong, and even encouraged by his leadership. Right? And we tend to only let the issue this lapse. But then we come on the platform, or we come on the station, and we come in our particular groups, and we talk about it. But it, that is where the bias, when people call, they observe those things, and that is why they will admonish individuals who come across as being, um, being, being independent. They will admonish you because it is that you just let it lapse, but whereas and sometimes they come across as seeing when you admonish other individuals on another party. So and that, that is the observation and the explanation why it is that persons will, 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 will create, that, that, um, create that opinion itself, right? Whereas we should, we should not be using that thing that it happened on both sides. If it happened right. on both sides, call it out, right? Okay. Thanks. Thank you, buddy. All the best. Good morning, We're caller. Your calls to the two talk to eight two five five six one two eight two five five. Good morning, caller. Hi. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, uh, sir. Mr. Paul Richards, like Mr. Raghu Basing said a couple of days ago, we all are opinionated, and not because I express a view about you that I will call you and you know bash you. I am not that kind of person. I am. I have a fine and a liberal mind, and yes, I do support the poll this morning because I work in the public health system and deal with a lot of undocumented immigrants. And I know what they are going through in other islands and in other states in this country. So, yes, I support it. And not because you support it that I would call you and bash you, get up under my PNM blanket and bash you. That is not, that is not Amber. That's not my nature. Have a great day, gentlemen. God bless you. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. I'm from New York. Uh, Two 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 eight two five five six one two eight two five five toll free North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. Um, Renu Halasi says hi, folks. DJ Ray and Suzanne Halasi celebrates. Oh, okay, thirty seven years of wedding. Thirty uh, seventh wedding anniversary tomorrow. Uh, appreciate it. Okay, so congratulations to you, Ray and uh, Suzanne. Because tomorrow, just remind me, and we'll get Richard to sing for you. Or oh, Paul. Good morning. Yeah, morning, Richard Yaguba. Sing, Mr. Sing Patrick. Paul, Paul Richard, Steve Scan. Mm hmm. Wendell. Mm hmm. Morning, morning. Mm -hmm. Richard Yaguba, sing morning. Morning, Mr. Patrick. Um, I was reading an article on the Express. thing was before yesterday, and yesterday, where it had a ruling within some landlord and some tenant and the landlord win the case, right? You read mm. that? No, I didn't read that. With some rental landing where the person who renting the land died, right? And the the people who, who was to live on the, 
the premises, I try to I take the landlord to court to sell them the property at a cheaper rate or something. And the ruling come back and say, hey, the landlord have the right to sell the property within 100% or not at all. Because the person who live in it now do not have, have a relationship with the landlord. Yes, and what do you think about uh, I mean, I can't really answer you because I don't know the particulars of the case. All right, here what I come like. I rent yeah, from you, right? I rent from you. I die, and my children all believe they have a right to everything. The ruling of the court said, no, it's up to the landlord to sell you the property at a rate he or she chooses to. But you can sell it at a hundred percent. <laughs> when I read that, I say, wait, hey, Papa. And now, this morning, with the, the officers, and then with the WhatsApp things, people going about maligning people characters on social media. And that'll stop, boy. That'll stop. Yeah. yeah. So I think, and, yeah. and as Paul said, that WhatsApp decision was is a very important decision that the court made. Because plenty of people like to malign people. You are right, Mr. Patrick, on WhatsApp, and think that they secure... Because they didn't do it on Facebook, because Facebook will take it down if you object. Um, but And plus, Facebook, it identifies who you are. Um, unless, of course, you're doing an anonymous account. But WhatsApp, they can track you because you're using your phone. And yeah, so people yeah. who like to spread spread rumors, and there are some people who pass it along and pass on, you know, all kind of nonsense pass about it on people. And pass it on and yeah. people get Let it be a warning, warning signal to them that, okay... You can't be held liable because guess what? Your phone is trackable. Yeah, um, one more point now, Egon. Mm -hmm. I was reading an article last night uh, where the same discussion we was having yesterday about the education system and crime. And it was saying, the article was saying that, hey, the home is the first school. The second school is where you go to school. And this home and the school combine to produce the youth in the society. So what we've seen in the society right now comes from the home and the school. So, yeah. so we have a structure with family and the school differently to produce the right kind of character we want in children. And if the school failing and the home failing, what we see in the society, what will happen? And the police cannot fix that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, Mr. Patrick, thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. I would like to know why nobody complaining about the two child that the two children that get shot. Nobody protesting, you know, if it was police officers all know the burning tires. Concerning the um the school for the Spanish Venezuelan children. Is it possible those like how San Fernando have a community center that they could um open it, have NHS very AGC is very close. The maintenance from AGC could um, go down there and clean it walking distance. Have the um uh, Venezuelan drop their children there, it have people might work voluntary. It probably might have um <coughs> teachers at home could go there and teach the children because Trinidadians right now sometimes we catching the tail to get their children in school. To put that flux of Venezuela, I don't think it will work. 
So they could start with the community centre, try one in San Fernando. Just make sure they keep the place clean. Get volunteers. It have some Spanish, they speak English. So at least the children will be learning something. Mr. Paul, what do you think about that? All right. I don't know where Paul is to be too. All right. Two to two, eight two five five six one two eight two five five toll free. Could they? Could you repeat? I think she hung up. Yeah, she she's gone. But what did she say? Pretty much, you know, have community centers and stuff, and kids could go there. The migrant kids could go there. And where are they getting teachers? Yeah, a lot of loopholes on that question. We have a call. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Yeah, Mr. Pinal here. Um, you know, on the question of our independence matters, pointed. Um, it is my view that we regard really simple things as achievements that we really ought not to be boasting about because we'll just think us think of us as fools. But mm -hmm. they don't even talk about those things in their country. And I'm not going to mention any because that's going to be aggravating to some of your callers and your listeners, and I don't intend to aggravate. I think things like technology, industry, you know, science, that, that's, I think that would have put us in a better place. When Dr. Williams said that if we had the same level of productivity, and you might find the clip somewhere in place, as we do at carnival time, we'd be the richest country in the world. I think he was telling us we need to go that way, you know. That we need to redirect our energies, or at least a significant part of it. Because you need to be able to pay your bills. And you need to be able to feed yourself and protect yourself and, and, and create a huge buffer for the next generation. You never know what they're going to have to deal with. And it's your responsibility... To set them up so that they don't end up swimming in deep water, right? And we have not done that. And therefore, I think we have failed. And we had resources. Now, people will tell you, well, you know, in this island here and that island there, it's so and so. They never had our resources. They never had our opportunities. Of course, if, if you came from there, or your father or grandfather, you might have heard his story and you feel good that you are here, and, and you say we are so fortunate and we have done so well. But I don't have that history. I am saying I am comparing us to people who didn't have money is a very, very weak way to go about it, and it's shameless. Because, of course, if you had more resources, you ought to have done better than the guy who had very little. You know? But we don't seem to see that. We dumb down our brain. We tie one hand behind our backs. We are not taking the advice of Dr. Williams when he said that if we put the same energy into other things that we put in the carnival, how much better we will be. We need to pay some heed to that. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Pinal. Uh, good morning, caller. Yes, good morning, Mr. Paul, here now. Yeah, he's listening. Yeah, he's here. What I was saying is, um, is right now it's very hard for Trinidad children to get into the school system because it's a this and a that and whatever. Why not use... Why, why are you saying that? Like, all children no, in Trinidad who want to be in school? 
have a right I to know, be school no, or not in school. I know it's a process. I know what I'm speaking about. But what I'm trying to say, there is a uh, um, community center close to HGC. They could have the maintenance crew for HGC clean clean that um, thing open from 7 to 3 or 8 to 4 and put some of the Venezuelans there. It have people who might want to work voluntary. It have teachers who are home and not doing nothing. My glad to help. It have Spanish that speak proper English and maybe we can start there and then work it through the school system. Okay. I guess it, I think it, it can work. Huh? You know, we can try, it, try If they provide the, 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 the systems, it may be able to work. But I, I don't see that it can't be in, incorporated into the former school system. Not in every school, but simply allocate specific schools to accommodate for migrant children. It doesn't have to be every school. We can't accommodate every school and provide the assistant teachers there who can speak Spanish. What, what I am trying to say, we could start with the community center because next thing you will hear who want to pay who and, you know, where the source, the money coming from, you know, this way. But on uh, a small system there, if we start there and afterwards, you know, the government might pick up and, you know, start to um, take them from there to different schools. You don't think that is a good idea? Well, I see nothing wrong with inco in incorporating them into specific state schools as they exist. Right because away, the, you mean? the local children will also benefit from possibly learning Spanish. Exactly, I know that, yeah. But they really have to do something, man. But they can't not be educated. Huh? Yeah, yeah, something. something Education is a human that. right. Yeah, I was looking for an easy start and then, you know, <laughs> looking for an easy it may start. Be a, it may be a start, but I think in, in the long term or the medium term, because no one knows how long this conflict in Venezuela will continue. This issue in Venezuela, I should say. Just yeah. identify specific state schools, three or four, north, south, east, and west, or wherever, and say, well, these schools have the accommodation for migrant children. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. All right, thank you. Good morning, caller. Hello, hi, gentlemen. We're not hearing you clearly at all. Oh, my God, I'm on the bus. That's why I'm I don't know what he said there. All right, so 2 to 2 Toll free North Americans, 866-525-1099. All right, thank you so much, Duke Street West. And every time I pass on South Key, Duke Street, I always see that tire between... Um, Abercrombie and Shotgun, and I'm saying that it's been there for months, that hole, and nothing. Good morning, caller. Hi. Yeah, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Um, yeah, Steve, Richard, and Paul. Um, yeah, it's interesting, the conversation with um, the Hyundai, I guess, to me, it is, um, was highly philosophical, you know, in the sense of the conversations and not having the conversations as Richard just put forward. You know, since our inception, and I think these comparisons to Singapore, we always forget Singapore, Japan, China, India, um, other countries have histories of long um, leadership and cultural emergences, upheavals, and things. 
that they're formulated. You know, Japan is a feudal emperors and their yeah, caste systems and levels of knowing where you sit and stand in the whole thing. And even there, so the culture, when they move in, when they tell you to move, people move because they know how to be moved. They know the whole story, but you see, it comes from something and it comes from history. Now, I think you can't form a society without understanding those cultural nuances and how it feeds into building people and generating that consensus and how you utilize it. That's why people have museums and people have theater and people have opera and and these things. These things generate and how you utilize it. Thing. And yeah, granted, I hear Pina with the uh, conversation as if you just play the martial song. All they could do is fret right now, fret right now. If that is all that could do good. And interestingly, they say that's one good thing the student guild could do real good is do a proposal to party. <laughs> the UE guild, they know they can make pass out a proposal out to party. But they never have conversations around the wider philosophical conversation of, of the UE. Um, young people in emerging, you know, our emerging society and a new society that we will want to form, formulate. And I think, yeah, we're stuck in old paradigms of doing things. And I think listening is part of that thing that we haven't done well. But I think the comparison to Singapore always, and we have to look at the anthropology, anthropolo- anthropological and the cultural as a way of forming economic and political power or new forms of um, things. Because you look at the cooperative nature of how the Gaia, the Panchite, and we, we had the, um, even in the formation of the carnival, the formation of the carnival between the Indian community in St. James and the Afro community because they say the well, I'll use the word for now because that was the name. Kulitong had... So when you see the Hose and things, those Taj, Belindi Taj, that, that was... Um, it ended up in the carnival because the Afro didn't look at it and they brought it into their, to their expression. So those synergies that exist and still exist in, when you look at the Hose in St. James and things, those things that we have never built on them in a way that... People have used it and used it to manage things and things. So when we see things like Mongol Patasar and what he has been able to, to do and merge and so those synergies and the Kali, Pu, Kali Puja, really the Baptist and the Hindu in this merging, politicians will tap into these things as dynamic forces to, to re-energize and to create big steps when you want to do things. And those things are very, <laughs> you, you sit down and talk to that to politicians, they glaze over because they didn't understand it and we have never been able to unify it. I went to MoMA and sat down in an exhibition in MoMA where they look in, where they had got all the architectural firms to look at how what Manhattan would look like in the climate change. And that was almost 10 years ago. Even when before climate change was this big conversation, but they were looking at, and they had the thing yeah. on how lower Manhattan will be a kind of back the, the climate, the, the 
um, tides, uh, the tide come up and then. So how do we get our political and our political class adapt and and um, they ain't really well read as we may think. And I think it's the media need to be progressive more to push the conversation forward so the people could understand, so then they could push and have a better conversation. So when you're in the 70s in the streetlight campaign, education and the streetlight education campaign that they, uh, those activists used to do in the 1970s about sitting down and in communities, that, if you're doing that now, that is flooding your communities with a kind of progressive conversation. Right. So people could then now talk very progressively. All right, Dean, I have a lot of calls coming through here. All right, yeah, man. All right, well, thank you so much. Philosophy, well, philosophy, Steve. Philosophy. Uh, yeah, All right. we just, I just want to give everybody a chance. Good morning. Good morning, caller. Hello. Hi, gentlemen, good morning. In reference to incorporating the um, Spanish kids into our schools, I know they have a system here. I'm not too sure it's true. I think they're willing to do it if they can do it. But, you know, there are a lot of NGOs like Catholic Charities, and other NGO, non-profit organizations who are involved in taking care of these kids, make sure they enter the schools, and they, I mean, they, they are incorporated into the health, into the health system also. Maybe my senator calls in New York, he could, I mean, try to do some research and see how it is done. But it is easily done for the undocumented and the people coming in as refugees, you know. Very easy to get them into the school system and to get them into the health system. Have a great day, gentlemen. It's a great idea. Yeah, guys haven't... Uh... Yeah, look at it. Yeah, I was having a hard time understanding you, but I think I got your message. Good morning, caller. Yeah, um, I was um, reading the article this morning where the commissioner of police saying that they want to change back to some uniforms in the police system now. There are a lot of people uniforms, so that they the, will not the, be. Oh, God, Mr. Uniform. Patrick, Mr. Patrick, yes. I yes. saw that yesterday. Why you say you want to go back to the gray and thing because those harder to copy or some kind of thing yeah. like that? And so rather than the blue. So the it's, blue. it's like, I, I don't know. I read it and I said... Going backwards. Oh, God. Is that the solution? That you go back to an old uniform? I feel like I'm going back in time. That's how yeah, I about felt it. when I read it. I was like, is that the solution? That you have no other solution with regard to police uniforms being um, maybe be even sold or rented by your police officers, because mm -hmm. let's not let's not, not let's not real let's not forget that that's a real policy a real um, that's something that can possibly happen a real possibility that some of those yeah, uniforms but, are rented out by rogue police officers. But you are saying that the all blue uniform or the tactical uniform so so easy to to do. That your only solution is to go back to the gray and and that horrible uniform they had before is gray and blue or gray and whatever. Mm -hmm. Might, gray might gray as well bring back the um, the short pants, Richard. So <laughs> no, I going there, but I'm just like that's the solution. That's the best solution you can come up with. Richard, I was saying um like like the coast guard and the army and the air guard like the renting bullets. Well, I don't I know, boy. I don't. I don't know. I got it. I said, okay, this is the commissioner of police that Paul Richards and Wendell Stevens said can get the job done. Paul Richards and Wendell Stevens said he can get the job done. 
They have confidence in him. And I said, uh, hold up, guys. I don't know, you know, this song is like a voice from the past. His tone, his energy is like a voice from the past. I'm yet to be proven wrong. <laughs> now we're going back to the old uniforms. Tall socks and short pants too? that's the only way to stop people duplicating or pretending to be police officers. You go back to the old uniforms because the old uniforms have a magical quality that cannot be reciprocated. Cannot be replicated. Sorry, I said reciprocated. Cannot be replicated because they are all... That old uniform is dusted with fairy magic or elf magic. Voop, so you can't replicate it. But whatever. All right, so let's take a couple of calls. 47 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock. Sir Charles, he's coming up at, uh, at 9. He's going to take you through to your mid-mornings right here on Power 1 and 2 FM. You'll have major news. He'll take your calls. Of course, our afternoon power drive with Richard Norrie and... Uh, David McIntyre, the Mac Daddy. Hey, don't miss Furniture Plus back to school mattress sale. That's right, get different sizes for the same price. Starting from just $999, save on certain CD and therapeutic mattresses. Available with cash and higher purchase plans. Check press and social media for details all happening at Furniture Plus. Good morning, caller. Hey, good morning. Gentlemen. Good morning. Morning, gentlemen. Morning. I just called to say that while I agree with um, the, the comment that changing back to the old uniform uh -huh. um, would not solve the problem of um, duplication or impersonation of police officers, um, the comment about the short pants, um, it's strange that we live in the tropics, and I think it would be even more appropriate for policemen or many other people to wear short clothing rather than long clothing, but that's a kind of, how should I say it? Um, it's something that might seem insignificant. Is it short pants or the long socks up to the knee? Well, we could, we could adapt it to suit our environment and our climate. That's the point I want to make. So that, oh, um, that's the point. I, I don't have a problem with the short pants. I don't have a problem with it either. Yeah, particularly if you have legs that you don't mind showing off. Like mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I do. I do. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to all in the studio. Good morning, dear. How are I you? I'm blessed. Brilliant sunshine in the West. Mm-hmm. thing we suffering with this cable fees. Right now, my landline is... Don't get me started working. with that at all. Oh, God. Listen, and this... Every time I hear this Ferguson man, you know, yesterday, I... You know, you ever see you Jesse your prayers and you put on the radio and you, you nearly <laughs> sin your soul? I just had to turn the radio off when I heard this man. I said, but wait. And he come in to talk about protest. A young lady talked on the radio and said she was doing an online exam. And because of these cable thieves, she, she was knocked off. She couldn't do it. I mean, this man didn't realize what's going on. Only can't be serious, boy. Listen, man, this man, I, I don't know. It, it, it's real vexing, vexing right now. And I want to tell him that bell that whoever teeth it, all you, they, 
they will pay dearly for it. Right? Um, you know, I notice two people got killed in Mova. Not a street, them, them block no more. You mean the, the, the kids? Them burn no tire. And this is not only two adults. I am hearing on the news where one of the, the, the little children, the little, I think two children got shot. One has a bullet in his head, mm -hmm. and nobody ain't block a road and move yet. Nah, man. All you gain them bandits, them criminals, full respect, as, as they say, full hundred for the criminals. Lord have mercy. It is crazy. Let the police, they do it all now, so you can't pass through Lady Young Road. Have a good day. <laughs> Thanks, Digo Martin. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Um, I wonder if the commissioner remembers that when it had the blue and gray uniform, people were dressing up as police back then. That's why they changed from the blue and gray uniform. I don't know where he was in the police service, but I remember that being one of the reasons why they moved away from the blue and gray. So his suggestion is asinine to me. Right? I, I don't get it at all, at all, at all. And referencing short pants, it is a good thing. It is not bad. It should be optional because for the type of crime that we're having in Trinidad and Tobago now, I don't see it being practical. I have a problem with female police officers now wearing skirts. Right? I feel that that should be, that, that should not be. Oh, I haven't seen a, a female officer in the skirt and ooh, can't even remember. Yeah, well, they're still around, right? I think they, and, they are. And still, and, and considering the kind of, especially when there was this great upsurge in school violence with young women, and I'm, I keep saying it's only a matter of time before these school, these children get in an incident with a female police officer and they fall on the ground and cats paddle and their legs spread open and things. Female police officers should not be wearing skirts, on, especially on patrol. If you want to wear it on a parade, it's all good. But being on the streets with these kind of... Anything could happen. You in a skirt out there, it's not practical. Right? So the short pants to it, it, it should be optional. It will not be practical if something should go off. But I could understand it being in the climate that we are at. I see they do it in Tobago. I see them even bicycles with, with vests and t-shirts and, and a short pants. Tobago is a different crime. I don't have that kind of crime that we have in Trinidad and Tobago, so it's understandable. And the fellas, you know, riding on the beaches and stuff and doing the little thing. I, I understand it in Tobago. Trinidad is a different kettle of fish. Yeah. You know You know, I mostly Thank see... Thank you. I, to, me, I, to, to me, I mostly see women in... In um in those kind of dresses or skirts, I don't know what you're talking about, Steve. That what you see women in full tactical uniform, I really don't see them much. That's how I. That's mostly who I see. When I see them, when I see women police officers, I hardly see them in. in and maybe it's only me. I wouldn't. I I can't remember seeing them like dressed in blue. Or in the kind of, you know, they have a kind of camouflage, kind of army looking, new uniform too. I can't remember seeing women in that. I'm not saying that they're not. I just can't remember seeing them. 
So I'm not so sure what Steve is talking about that he sees women. He doesn't see women in skirts anymore. To me, that is mostly what I see in my experience. Yeah, I haven't seen them in a long, long time. What skirts? Police officers in any the blue. I see them all the time. The woman, you know, they have a dark blue kind of suit, a skirt suit, right? That's how I see most of those women. And even when you see them in grades and skirts too, I find I hardly see police women like in tactical gear or I, I, maybe I miss it. I hardly see it. I'm not saying they don't exist. I just, I just don't see it much. But anyway, we're still taking your calls to the two. Well, are we still taking your calls? Because I'm seeing the time is clear. No, we, we, we're getting right. close to nine. Y'all run for a quick break. Be right back. Do you need to get work done on your vehicle? Look no further than the Auto Champions. Champlay Auto Services. From vehicle inspection to shutdown service, they do it all. Champlay Auto Services. Great mechanics and technicians. Exceptional customer service with accessories galore. Champlay Auto Services is your one-stop shop. They are your auto champions. You name it, they can fix it. Champlay Auto Services. Eastern Main Road, opposite Carib. Call 662-6545. And like us on Facebook. Champlay Auto Services. We do it all. We are a team. We are prepared. These are the fighters. My Caribbean brothers and sisters, from June 1st to November, prepare now, not after. Prepare now. These are the fighters. Na, 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 na. Let's do this together now. Hurricane fighters. message was brought to you by the Office of Disaster Preparedness and Management Trinidad and Tobago and the Caribbean Disaster Emergency Management Agency. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. But they fought with expert timing. There were funky Chinamen from funky Chinatown. They were chopping them up. They were chopping them down. It's an ancient Chinese. Everybody knew their part From a fainting to a slip And a kicking from the hip Everybody was kung fu fighting <laughs> Those kids were fast as lightning In fact it was a 
Power to Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.